Welcome in, everybody. It's All Pro Lines, the podcast. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you being here. It's Patreon Day. We got a couple of my favorite uh, Patreon supporters coming in here to say hello. Broadly, our pitch to the Patreon folks is more NPR-ish. Like, support the things you like. Help us keep the lights on. If you like All Pro Lines, go to patreon.com and type in All Pro Lines and there's a few choices of how to support, and uh, we appreciate that very much. And one of the perks, we're, we're, we're not super perk heavy, but one of the perks is occasional invites to be a guest on the show. So if you want to do that someday, come join us and be, be a Patreon supporter. We appreciate that. Uh, Marty's here. Ryan's here. Susan's here. So I'm excited about that. we got a couple of other maybes, and uh, those guys will be on in just a few minutes. A um, couple of quick plugs for me. Otherwise, gigs, Wisconsin, going to Wisconsin next week. Janesville, Oshkosh, Eau Claire. And listen to this. I'm excited about this part. My brother and I have a kind of quasi tradition we're trying to build. And uh, we go see one away Falcons game a year. And this year, he happened just total by chance. He does an annual golf trip. It's uh, I think it's usually in Arizona. He's in Phoenix. He wakes up in Phoenix on the day the Falcons play the Cardinals. And so I looked at my calendar, and I have booked a flight. I'm going from on Thursday morning, overnight, Wednesday, red eye, whatever. I get to Wisconsin on Thursday morning. I drive, I do gigs for three days, and then I fly directly to Phoenix, and I land at 9-something a.m. on Sunday, and then I fly out at 9-something p.m. on Sunday. I will not be staying there. I am I will just have my little backpack because I'll be on Spirit Air, and I'll be not having a carry-on anyway, and uh, I hope that there's like a place, there's like a locker you can spend 20 bucks and lock your backpack up or whatever at the stadium. Otherwise, I'm going to have to find some uh, nice uh, drunks in the tailgate and go, can I just leave my backpack in your truck and I'll see you guys like six. Um, so anyway, I'm going to figure it out. Uh, Andreas and I are going to go see uh, the birds. The birds beat the birds one way or the other. And uh, we haven't even bought tickets yet because I expect those tickets to be fucking cheap. Uh, Falcons, Cardinals. <laughs> That's going to be, they should pay us to go see that game. Uh, so I'm looking very forward to that cameo. You got a gift. You don't know what to get somebody, get them me. I'll talk to him for a minute or two and say hi and wish him happy birthday or whatever it is you're doing. You got a, a winner of your fantasy league or, uh, you got your dad. You have no idea what to get dad. He knows me. He likes me. I'll make fun of his favorite team, whatever. Go to cameo type in Kostaki. All right, let's, uh, let's do some jokes. Oh, did the sound wrong. You know, you know how it works. (laughs) I miss Aaron. All right. uh, Big story this week. Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles. Brutal. Not only will he miss the rest of the season, but now he has to talk to Aaron Rodgers. Nobody wants that. Cousins and Rodgers. Now... Now at least there'll be a case study on what heals an Achilles faster, praying to God or visiting a witch doctor. So we're going to know. We're going to find out what works best. Cousins tore his right Achilles. I believe Rogers tore his left. Paging Dr. Frankenstein. Can we build like one good quarterback out of these poor guys? Sucks for both of them, man. It's terrible. Only in the NFL does a broken pair of heels cost $75 million. 
A lot of Achilles injuries lately. Uh, what's the takeaway? When dipping your baby in magic water, go ahead and double dip. You know what I mean? The Achilles dip. His mother held him by the heel. It's the most preposterous way to dip a baby. <laughs> Hold him under the arms like a normal human and dip him. At least get the Achilles area covered. The other Greek gods must feel left out with all this NFL news. Can we... Can we name some other human parts after the gods? You pull your Zeus, right? You hyperextend your Apollo. You don't want to tear Uranus. You know what I'm saying? Tom Griswold's going to love that joke. All right. My team lost to the Oilers this week. It was like my childhood all over again. Earl Campbell, Warren Moon out there throwing touchdowns all over the place. No, hold on. It wasn't Pro Bowl superstar Warren Moon. It was the quarterback who's never played in the NFL before. Will Levis, the Falcons made him look like Warren Moon. He had four touchdowns in his first ever game. It's ridiculous. Levis looked great, comfortable, you know, like an old pair of Wranglers. Levis, it's eh, a bit of a stretch. Oiler throwback uniforms. This is some sort of Marvel NFL multiverse. It's bad enough seeing Houston play once a week. Now they got a, they got two Houston. By the way, every Falcons game I watch is a color rush game because I constantly see red. Why would you? I've been yelling at them to throw the ball the whole season. So when, the, when it's fourth and one, they throw the ball. I'm like, why are you throwing the ball? Uh, I'd say the Falcons are snake bit, but uh, they could be taken out by a lot of animals way less scary than a snake. Chicken bit, hamster bit. Falcons, they've had a tough run. They are hamster bit. It's probably not a great sign that our quarterback is named Ritter, which is only one letter away from a Batman villain. I don't know if that's part of the problem or not. Uh, Jets-Giants, that game was ugly. 24 punts. They literally had more punts than points, and they went to overtime. Got, there should be a class action lawsuit. If you watch the Jets-Giants game, you could be entitled to compensation. It was a whole lot of something terrible, that game, like Old Country Buffet. It's like, well, it's terrible, but we have a lot of it for you. Oh, okay, great. Is this Panda Express? Am I? I'll never get these sponsors. All right. Uh, the Giants had to play third string quarterback Tommy DeVito. That sounds like a Sopranos character. Is he? Is he from The Godfather? Is Tommy DeVito? Is that the one who said, "Leave the gun, take the cannoli"? Wait, is that the most Italian Italian American name of all time? He didn't make anyone sleep with the fishes, but he did cause me to take a little nap. He uh, he had a rushing touchdown. He must have been he, maybe he was being chased by a rival mob. Maybe that's what happened. Panthers win. No winless teams left. You can hear the champagne corks being popped by the 2017 Browns and the 2008 Lions. Maybe not champagne. Maybe the sound of 40 ounce beer twist offs. Maybe that's what's happening. Congratulations, Lions and Browns. Your record is safe. Uh, first game in a while, Taylor Swift didn't show up, and the Chiefs got crushed. They should stop messing around and sign her to a long-term deal. They need her. She's apparently important. I, too, am trying to grow my social media footprint. Travis Kelsey has added over a million Instagram followers, and I'm thinking of getting a famous girlfriend. I think. Remember that show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Maybe one of those ants or something. Maybe that Zelda. She seems nice. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm, interested, I, I'm interested. I think I'm going to do this joke on Bob and Tom in the morning. We'll see how it goes. For those of you who don't know, Caroline Ray is the mother of my 15-year-old. And I like Sabrina, the teenage witch, because it's paying for college. I watched Sabrina recently, and it's fun because you can mute it. That's nice. That's a nice touch. I was There was a cat talking to Caroline while she was cooking dinner. I was like, this show's not realistic. This woman does not cook dinner. Huh? I used to do that joke on a show with her. That that joke, I haven't done in a long time. Uh, football in Germany this Sunday. Early, early, early. Who knew football would work in Germany? A precisely timed game of land acquisition? The Germans like that? Seems weird. And you drink beer while you watch it. It's perfect. If they could just figure out a way to get some fringe porn involved, the Germans will not stop loving this. Football, or as the Germans call it, Swinefleisch run game. They make they make words long. They make words so long an economopolis can complain about it. Is uh <laughs> speaking of Deshaun Watson has a strain in his subcapularis. I was like, that sounds like one of my cousins. Don't mind him. That's Nick Subcapularis. He's he's a nut. Ah, he's fine. Don't worry about him. Uh and then I got a whole bunch of weird one-liners that make no sense or connection to anything else. Let's do like four of these and call it a day. If Kittle never says taste the rainbow to his girlfriend, he's way more mature than I am. <laughs> All right. It was a tough weekend. We lost five quarterbacks to injury and one celebrity to a hot tub. All right. Can you even do that joke? Probably not. The Bears have some of the toughest players of all time in Dick Butkus and Mike Ditka. The current Bears don't seem to have any good dicks. They've just got that no dick energy. They're not as good. We could probably make a cluster of Bears jokes out of this. Let's see if we can close on that. All right, here we go. Now that we have football in the Olympics, the NFL is going to try really hard to get some in Chicago. That would be nice. The Bears are trying to reach younger fans. Their new slogan, forever down by 21. This week, the Bears went dressed as a professional football team, but nobody was buying it. Maybe if they wore different costumes, then they could win something. All right. Uh, I know all three of these people. I've hung with them live, and uh, they're good folks, and I'm excited they're here, and they're, and they're Patreon supporters. They, they Look, we got a new camera. We have, I, have, I, have, I have software now that helps me adjust the color. I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I'm getting better. And some lights are arriving today. And all of these things are made possible by folks like this. You got your Marty. Hey, Marty. Stocky, good to see you. You got your Susan. You got your Ryan. Look, there's four of us on the screen here. This is nice. I love you guys. (laughs) Hi, everybody. That's probably the right way to display it. Four is a nice number. Hey, guys. So Marty's Marty's in Austin, right? Texas? Yes. Susan's in, uh, I want to say Lafayette, right? Okay. Indiana, not Louisiana. Right. And uh, and Ryan's out in Washington State. Washington State, Eastern Washington. I say out in. It's actually north of where I am. But uh, hey, buddy. Thanks for coming, guys. This is nice. Good to see everybody. Uh, Viking Vixen, by the way, the uh, alter ego of Susan here. She's crushing the Fantasy League again. Stop it already until 
My, Marty beat you this weekend? Is that, that yes. something? Oh, yes. okay. Congrats, yes. Marty. I, 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 I opened with the wrong angle. All right. Good for you. Yes. I, and, but if you take out Riggs, Kasaki, then I'm still tops. So do your part for me. <laughs> I I tried and I will see. I'm now all my players have played and I'm ahead. That's the worst situation in fantasy because there's nothing to root for. Now you're just rooting against things. Mm-hmm. You just sit on your couch like, come on, nothing. That's the weirdest. <laughs> it's the it's the weirdest way to watch fantasy. Yeah, actually, we have a few of the uh, the top the top teams in the All Pro Lines Listener League. Another possible perk for Patreon supporters. Mm-hmm. Certainly take that into consideration if you would like to play fantasy football with us. It's a 16-team PPR. It's crazy. 16 teams is too many, and it's fun. It's so weird. Um, and it's a relegation league. So every year, the bottom two get kicked out, and we get two new players, and we play all over again. So uh, Andy Merriman, who is our commissioner this year, who has been great as a commissioner, by the way, uh, is in danger of being relegated. <laughs> I would hate to lose the commissioner. I don't want to be biased. I don't want to say who I'm rooting for or against, but I like having a good commissioner, and I would hate to see Andy go. But, man, his team is terrible right now. Is he 0-8? Is he going to be 0-8? I didn't get a chance to look that up. He's at least 0-7. Cripes. All right. Um now, professional team-wise, Susan is Vikings. Are you in mourning? Are you okay? Do you need a hug? What's happening? My expectations were not high. So, <laughs> I mean, I have to, you know, I kind of thought he'd be traded in the season anyway. So, I guess going out is is something. You're okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my husband's a Bears fan and you did those Bears jokes were fabulous by the way. So, <laughs> you know, it just puts us on an even even space. Yeah. I think that team is going to really miss him. I I mean, there's always this yeah. sort of ongoing digs at Cousins. He can never win the big one and he sucks at prime time and he's well, he's kind of boring and I think when that team, when he doesn't, he's not there. That team is gonna suck, man. They are really gonna miss that guy. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I was kind of jealous because immediately you see these articles like twelve possible quarterbacks for the Vikings to go get, and I'm like, has the have the Atlanta Falcons read any of these articles? Could we? Would it kill you to look around at a new quarterback at this point? Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I mean. That, to me, that's one of the fun parts of the NFL is the storylines of is there a is can this rookie be good? I mean, it's always possible. That's why it's fun to watch, right? I can hope, but I I'm like, have I ever heard of this kid? Like, I don't even know. I didn't even know who the backup was. I just wasn't even. I never heard about it. Either. I was like, who? <laughs> we had a few of those on Sunday. I was like, what? I never heard of Tommy DeVito. Where did he come from? <laughs> I know I'm not as big a college football fan as some football nerds are, but you'd think I would at least have heard of these guys. Um, and Ryan, you're Seahawks, right? Your team's good. My team, I think my team is exactly as good as their opponent for the week for some reason. That's what they're doing this year. They beat yeah. Arizona by a field goal, and they barely beat yesterday. They um, At one point in the second half, it was like 156 yards to 24. Just miserable, and then they somehow squeak a win out. So I'll take what I get. Right. Yeah. 
I, I, I like them though. They're fun to watch. I, they I, are fun I, to watch. They're, they're a really cool crowd. Um, I don't mean the crowd in the stands, but they're cool too. Yeah. I've got, I've got Ken Walker and DK Metcalf sprinkled around in some of my fantasy things. So I'm rooting for that team. Now, Marty, you, I, I know you're, I know you're a Longhorns fan. And I presume that you are a Boise State fan. Correct. Yep. And I, for the life of me, I, I have a mental block on your professional team. Are, who who do you root for? Because it makes no sense. I'm a <laughs> Packers fan. Okay. I, that was going to be my guess, but it didn't sound right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, t- uh, Jerry, God, can I pull his name? The guy that was the uh, right tackle for them in the Bart Starr years. Uh, in the ice bowl, Bart Starr went over his his back to score the winning touchdown. I can't think of his name for whatever reason, but he's from Idaho and uh, went to University of Idaho. So he was always the epitome of you know class champion. So I loved the Packers as a kid and stuck with them through all the shitty years and been happy to actually have a couple of good years here for a while now until this no year. No kidding. Yeah, that fan base is so spoiled with good quarterback play. Well, it's been like 30 years of two two guys, and they've both been great. That's a pretty good run. I could sit in my Falcons chair and hate you for that. The 20 years before that, though, pretty bad. Yeah, right. And 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 the first game or two, I thought, they're going to have the third good quarterback in a row. This isn't fair. And since then, he looks terrible. What's happening? I think there's a lot of O-line issues. And, and again, I, I just don't think they've had a – very deep bench uh, anywhere on the team, really, uh, the last couple of years, and it's really showing this year. Right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's do um, – we got segments we do on this show. You guys know better than anybody. Let's let's do a segment here. Kevin was invited to join us today. Uh, our boy Kevin, he couldn't make it, but he did want to. He did want me to give kudos to Will Levis, which was against my team. All right, begrudging kudos to the mayonnaise, coffee drinking, banana peel eating Will Levis. Do we do we forget all the weird stuff now that he looks good, or do we? Does it come back as soon as he loses? It, how, how come we didn't hear about all the weird stuff? <laughs> We'll see what happens with Will Levis. They said they expect him to be the starter when Tannehill is out, which sort of implies that they still think Tannehill's the starter. <laughs> I don't. I think if he plays well this week, that's over, right? I, if they're willing to part with Tannehill, could we? Could, could the Falcons give him like a handful of lint or one of those? Like, we'll give you. Our, we'll swap our seventh round draft picks if you give us Ryan Tannehill. That would be a giant upgrade for us. We would love to Ryan Tannehill. Um, all right. Uh, I'll give kudos to, and this is a little begrudging as well, the Broncos. Mm. I, I don't know if I even like the quarterback or the coach, uh, uh, but they're maligned and they've taken a lot of shit to the point of it being ridiculous. And these are grown men who are trying to do their best and, to win at home against the Chiefs, it must be like the scariest nightmare for them for the last several years. That's a pretty huge win, you know? And I think the record was they lost 16 straight against the Chiefs and 12 of those with Mahomes. 
uh, and they turned it around and they had weird turnovers and Taylor Swift wasn't there and Mahomes looked terrible. And I think they, they, they wrote the, uh, they wrote the plan on how to beat Mahomes is uh, pray that he has the flu. That's <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll uh, instigate some biological warfare around the NFL. Cause that's the only way to stop this fucking guy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I give some begrudging kudos to the Broncos. I think that was a big win, so kudos to them. Uh, you guys you guys got some taps for us? Anybody out there want to jump in? And Well, I was going to give myself taps on being undefeated until <laughs> uh-huh. yesterday. So I, I was all ready to come in, and it was all my own fault for talking smack on social media. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, awesome. So, and then the next one I came up with was uh, the Jays for the Vikings. So I'll I'll speak on behalf of the Vikings. So so normally we talk about JJ, which is Justin Jefferson, but mm. the TJ and the KJ both have been doing pretty great, and I appreciate them stepping up. But now now I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll give them some uh, some some props for yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and Jordan Addison's a J too, right? Yes, yeah, don't. Yeah, t- the team's that. got some great pass catchers. It's a shame no one is there to throw the ball. <laughs> oh, now what? <laughs> uh, oh man, that is going to be an interesting storyline. Are they going to completely just fall apart, or are they going to remain competitive with some really good pieces, uh, or are they going to tear it down? I mean, the NFL trade deadline is tomorrow, if I'm following along correctly. Um, I'm surprised we haven't had some uh, more bigger moves and stories and things happening. Usually we have a handful of kind of big names, maybe later today or tomorrow. We'll see. Um, yeah. Okay. Kudos to the Jays. All right, Ryan, you want to, you want to hit us with some taps? Uh, I was going to give taps to, uh, everyone in the Denver Broncos besides Russell Wilson, because screw that guy. Uh, <laughs> I understand. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, fair. You <laughs> <laughs> took that one, uh, so yeah, begrudging. Um, I also wanted to give some begrudging taps to Gerald Everett for going out yesterday after the afternoon game started, so that I had nobody to replace him with at tight end. Um, but that's a screw that guy tap. Sorry, um, <laughs> it's all right. We, yeah. It's a very loosey goosey construct here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but for real, um, uh, I was, uh, I, I fell asleep yesterday watching football and woke up and, and didn't understand what they were talking about, but they were talking about, um, somebody going out and, uh, giving absolute murderous looks. He said, uh, he, he was disgusted with the medical staff. And I was like, that's a dumb thing to say. Why are we disgusted with the medical staff? They're just trying to keep people healthy. Um, you know? And so taps on the back to the medical staff. You got to give those guys props. I like it. I yeah. like it. I'm sure Susan does too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And, and I do want to comment on the Russell Wilson. I'm also against him right now because if I would have played, he's on my bench. And if I would have played him, I would have won. And because Lamar Jackson completely underperformed compared to last week when I beat Kostaki. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you also sniped Lamar Jackson from me in the draft. I, I don't usually pick quarterbacks early, but I was like, all right, I got Mark Andrews. If Lamar falls to me here, I'm going for it. I believe in that offense this year. And then right, the pick right in front of me. Yoink. Ah! Uh, I, I like, I think that team is, 
I think they're a little they're a little um, Chargers ish. On paper, they're fantastic, and sometimes they really show out. And sometimes you go, "Hey, what, what happened here? What are you guys doing?" Um, but I think their ceiling is really high. I think the Ravens are, are fun to watch this year. We'll see. Marty, give it, give us some taps. Yeah, let me give you three before I have to run off to a one-on-one with my boss. Oh, okay. Is, um, uh, she didn't want to take one for herself, but but uh, Susan, just from a personal perspective, people need to know Susan is an incredible lady. Uh, the work that she does in this society is uh, absolutely critical to the longevity of our world and I, I i love following you on social you're just a really incredible person so thank you for all the work yeah. that you do there nice Aww. hashtag health it rockstar on linkedin if you want and marty too he he works for the what, national uh domestic Best abuse department. hotline so yeah we're we're out saving the world when we're not you know killing as, as we can <laughs> and there's a fireman <laughs> here you. as well this is a yeah. pretty uh yeah so, so it's a pretty noble collection of characters on today. <laughs> you know, Patreon's a good crowd. You should join us. <laughs> uh, the second uh, tap is for Tua because he has been carrying my, uh, between him and Kelsey, been carrying my my team this year. And uh, I, I'm really shocked, to be honest with you, to see the consistent play out of him week in and week out. It's, it's been really cool to see. And he, he doesn't get his raise his head up and get uh, you know do stupid things. Out in public, he seems to just kind of be pretty down and down to earth and and go out and do business kind of a guy. Love to see it. Right. And the third tap, the final one for me is NBC uh, uh, really promoting the Bills uh, Bengals game next week as the return after the medical emergency last year. Yes. And they did a whole big spiel on that last night, and I'm, I'm sure most people saw it. I thought they did a really good job of trying to keep the focus on, um, uh, you know, well, again, they're just trying to mark up the uh, hype up the game, but I think they did a good job of really kind of focusing on you know, the positive sides of, of what all came out of it and not the huge emotional tragedy that, that uh, everybody felt for that week. So that, that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. And it's going to be, I mean, it certainly lines up to be a hell of a game, you know, it's really, it's two of the juggernauts. It'll be fun to watch for sure. So I apologize that I have to leave. It is great to see everybody. And and uh, uh, I'll listen to the rest of the podcast when it gets put out. That's awesome. Thanks for joining us, man. Good Thanks. to see you, Marty. Thanks for everything, yeah. buddy. Thanks much. Bye. I was just looking at the comments here. We got a few po- folks chiming in. Some of our regulars, Jerry and Ron on here. What's up, guys? Andy Merriman said, yep, 0 and 8. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, funny, not funny. <laughs> Merriman said this line before, which I think is really funny. It says, Taps to Addison for the Vikings, uh, proving that JJ is a system wideout. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Uh, Andrea's here, Ronald Schultz. All right, Jennifer, thanks for being here, guys. We appreciate you. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. 
Um, all right, we got we got other we got other things we do here. Let's uh, let me see if I can. But now it's time for which comes first. Oh yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. Uh, all right. Like which comes first? Better there. That's awesome. <laughs> I see my messy desk anymore. Oh yeah, you, you prefer <laughs> that? Yeah, I was just yeah. messing around with the physical, yeah, the video stuff. Uh, all right, which comes first, a game in a in a new country, NFL game in a new country we haven't had yet, Spain, Brazil, perhaps, or changing the worst rule in football? You know what it is: fumbling out of the end zone. They don't ever get the ball, and yet they have the ball. Oh. I can't believe I had to argue this online this week. People were like, no, that makes perfect sense. No, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, for, I guess, well, I'll, I'll ask, the, I'll just leave it open-ended. Which comes first, a yeah. game in a new country? Or new country. Worst rule in football. Game in a new yeah. country. You say mm-hmm. new country? You think new this, country. You think this stupid rule hangs around sort of indefinitely? I, I think I the NFL is more interested in uh, getting a hold of that uh, Europe demographic. Right. Yeah. South America. I know it makes perfect sense, man. If you're yeah. if you're trying to grow the game, go play it in the other places. Especially since there's not like a um, there's not a pushback from American viewers. You know, you'd think there would be a little bit from somebody. So yeah. why are you why are you playing American football in some country where they don't even believe in God? Or whatever you know, it's, it seems like there would be. Some, and I think there would be that about a Super Bowl. You know, because that's mm-hmm. so Americana. But mm. I think we've accepted that regular season games can be wherever they are, as long as they keep the standards high with the fields and whatnot. And uh, I think they should absolutely play a game in China and Argentina and Canada. Canada's going to fight back because they got to protect their own shitty football. Yeah. But <laughs> no <doubt. laughs> yeah, it's going to come down to financial. You know, they're doing a cost benefit analysis. What's the return on investment? And I. I don't know that there's really a depreciation on the uh, fumble out of the end zone thing. What's the money lost there? I, but it could be what, you know, what could happen is as a, as someone who wants that rule to change, what could happen is that let's say Bengals, uh, you know, uh, bills, prime time game, the, that game is determined by one of these kooky things. And then it becomes a factor in the playoff seating. And then it affects, all, you know, if it's if it's like a big high pro, maybe a playoff game, maybe the team that definitely would have won had it not been for this kooky rule changes the out somehow. I think that's the only way to, there has to be an uproar, you know, Has-ha in the way. Before? That- like a, a rule that's stupid determines a big game that everybody yells about. And then the rule gets changed as a result of public outcry. I think that's what we did with the what, what the the Saints had a thing with the with oh, the PI and then PI. they changed that rule. Um, yeah, I think occasionally that happens. Uh, that's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. But I feel like that's I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, oh, but yeah. I, I feel like Jerry that chimed so in terrible. overtime. Overtime got changed that way too. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jerry. <laughs> So we keep these retirees around. They know stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Uh, Ron says, if Kelsey fumbles uh, out of bounds in the end zone and Swift is there, they'll change it. Yeah, that's right. You got to get some eyeballs. Yeah. You got to get some eyeballs on these things. All right, let's go. Uh, let's do a little of this. All right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. Oh, we can invite the peanut gallery who's online to join us as well. Jerry and uh, Ron, you guys are good at these kind of things. I welcome it because I'm terrible at this. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Again, guys, it, listen for me. <laughs> I don't mean to put anybody on the spot. Most of these are not things I knew. I just find these interesting to knock around. Um, all right. We'll start with what could be an easy one or could completely trip you guys up. You can do it collectively if you want for this one. Uh, uh, name all four teams uh, named after cats. Huh. Bengals. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jaguars. Um, I should know them. Uh, Jaguars, Bengals, Lions, and yes, it's a really shitty team. Broncos. Wait, no, Panthers. Panthers. <laughs> Panthers. Panthers. Panthers yeah. is correct. Oh. Andrea, Andrea, time uh, typed it in right. Oh, there. I didn't even look. I came up with that. On and my own. Jerry as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, this one's kind of simple but uh, interesting, and I, I I don't think I would have gotten this one. Who holds the single-season rushing record? One season. Single-season rushing record. Do we have a decade? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm it's gonna, not playing now. I think it's the 80s. <laughs> it's uh, got to be the 80s, right? Okay. Well, you think about it, it's before, it's got to be before a lot of the yards are in the air for the running backs, right? So it's the handoff era, but the modern football era with big moving offenses. So it's kind of, I think it's 80s. It's got to be 80s. Jerry Oliver's got it right on the screen here. Uh, Dickerson. And so yeah. does Ron. Of course, these two guys chime in. Is that the 80s, by the way? You guys look it up for me. I don't know when that was. <laughs> All right, uh, this one's a little easier, and it's the same universe. Who holds the single-season receiving yards record? Again, decade. That one was uh, not this decade, but the one prior, whatever you call it. Whatever that. that is. Okay. <laughs> tens. Records. The tens. <laughs> yeah, the tens. <laughs> mm. Can we have a conference? <laughs> I'll give you a hit. It's one of it's one of the cat teams. Oh, All right. <laughs> Is that a conference? The cat conference? <laughs> I would totally go to that. It's the it's the NFC cat team. Uh -huh. Oh, look at that. NFC cat team. So I guess Panthers. Uh, Panthers is NFC and. Or the Lions. And the Lions. Barry Sanders. That's all no. I can think. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> Ron guesses Fitzgerald. No. Ron guesses Steve Smith. No. Uh, oh. Andy Merriman chimes in with Megatron. That's correct. That's yeah, right? Uh. Yeah. That's correct. Now, this is an interesting one. What quarterback uh, both threw for and caught a touchdown in a Super Bowl? Threw for and caught a Oh, that wasn't that long ago, right? Right, somewhat, somewhat recently. That wasn't. Uh, that wasn't. No, he threw it to. Mm -mm. 
help them to beat the mighty Patriots. Oh, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Who's beating the I remember Patriots? this happening. <laughs> I'll be doggone if I remember who it was, but I don't. <laughs> Jerry's got it. Nick Foles for the oh, Philly special. There we go. Uh, uh, now this one you'll never get, but I think it's fascinating and it has to be asked. Who has the fewest pass attempts while winning a Super Bowl? Fewest pass attempts. If well, Ron while winning a Super Bowl, so this one. one without cheating. <laughs> I can I can think of one pass attempt I would prefer to have not happened. <laughs> Seahawks fan. Mm-hmm. I know we know which one that was. <laughs> fewest pass attempts while winning. So somebody who's got a good ground game. Jerry says Dilfer. That's a good guess. Go way further back to your childhood, Jerry. Oh. Ron says McMahon. Also a good guess. No, this is a this is a different era of football. So older than that. (laughs) Oh, Andy's got a funny guess. This answer is one of Kostaki's best jokes. That's an old joke. I'll do it after. You're asking questions about about Jerry's childhood. You are way out of mind. Yeah, uh, no one's going to yeah. get it. Yeah, <laughs> like McMahon, I remember. Like, but yeah, listen yeah, to this stat. Little- listen to this stat. Fewest pass attempts while winning the Super Bowl. Bob Greasy with seven. Can you imagine a Super Bowl winning performance by a quarterback with seven throws? That's crazy. <laughs> attempts. How many completions? Right. Yeah. I. It's less than seven. I'm <laughs> sure it is. Sure. Uh, hey, Larry Zonka, would you like to run the ball again? Here you go. <laughs> um, all right. The the Bob. What was the Bob Grease? Oh, years ago, a friend of mine was quarterback, and uh, a friend of mine asked me who was quarterback in the Broncos, and I said, "Oh, it's uh, Greasy Bobson." And my girlfriend said, "There's a court. There's a player named Greasy Bobson." No, no, there's not. Thanks for playing. That's funny. <laughs> all right. It's good, but. But so that, uh, that answers asks the question. Like, I don't, I don't know the answer to this. Um, does having like Christian McCaffrey diminish Brock Purdy's throws? Like, does he have less throws this year than you know per game than he did towards the end of the last year, the 49ers season? That's a good question. I don't know because some of them are to, are to him, right? And he gets, yes, he's going to get a lot of weird, like after the catch passing yards that maybe wouldn't be there. It's probably a kind of a wash, probably. I would guess. So so bad either. example, terrible example actually. Yeah. No, but I, well, because he's such a good pass catcher, right? So yeah. it'd be a better. I'm trying to think of a better example, like a bruising kind of a Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Gus. He and I made a Gus Edwards trade, and then Gus Edwards has been an unstoppable monster since I, I gave him to Russ. How's Christian Watson doing? He's, he's terrible. I, it's terrible. I haven't checked on him after every single game so it's far. It's a disaster. Year. It's yeah. funny. Fantasy is so, that's so fantasy. I, yeah. I actually felt bad about winning the trade so handily. And the guy that I got since has been terrible. And the guy that I gave you has been amazing. Awesome. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. However, I believe that uh, Andreas is going to get his first win of the season from me. Uh, is that right? Yep. Yep. Because I don't even have trying to win right anymore. Now. There's no one to put in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, and you know it speak somehow my brain worked this way but uh thinking of brock purdy i thought of george kittle did pretty awesome yesterday too because i thought about giving him some uh some taps or kudos or whatever but we were stuck on did have you seen the, the tattoo on the bicep that mean that 
you can't tell what it is. And so it's one of those, I think it's like um, one of those uh, mind tests of explain what this blob is. It's, it's either a, a state outline, yeah, or the, uh, it's like a mountain or a state. And, and then I looked up online and there was like a tattoo site that described all of his tattoos and what they were, but they could not identify that one. And then there was a, a sporting week had a whole had the whole same thing of that as an unknown meeting. So Wait, if anyone this, can can figure out the Kittle bicep tattoo. The Kittle bicep tattoo. Goodness gracious! <laughs> wow. I saw That's my new quest to tattoos. understand. <clears throat> yeah, that that new kid who's quarterbacking for the Bears is pretty tatted up, and yeah. and I think uh, Will Levis is too. I was like, we got a couple new faces that are guys with tattoos. We got to yeah, I got to catch up. Got to got to catch up with all this stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, just a couple more of these. Who has the most NFL games played? This is a Jerry or Ron universe kind of question. This is. I'll give them thirty seconds to chime in. Let's see if Jerry or Ron can get this one. Uh, this one is what era? I would call this the '80s, but obviously it's more than one decade. <laughs> Jerry, by the way, says, you realize I'm a few years older than you, Kostaki. Yes, I know, Jerry. <laughs> the, the answer is, it's interesting to me. It's Morton Anderson, kicker for the Vikings, among others, and the Falcons, and bounced around. Uh, 382 NFL games. Wow. Trying to get my head around that. That's 20 years so what was Vinatieri? Because wasn't he close to that by the time he retired? I don't know, but I did look up Tom Brady because I thought I thought maybe one of you guys would guess that. Tom Brady played 335 games. That's a pretty good run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's something that gave me a little bit of uh, comfort. Uh, he's been sacked 565 times. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, that's kind of fun stat. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what a highlight reel of Tom Brady sacks would sell. People would line up to buy that. <laughs> yeah, you could do how many minutes is that? 565 Tom Brady sacks. If you could get them all lined up, oh, that'd be a funny thing to watch. Totally. With, with some Benny Hill music or something, you know, kind of <laughs> could be really yes. enjoyable. Good point. Yeah. Uh, you guys are awesome. Anything we need to plug for you while you're here? Where can they find you guys? Uh, I'm on I'm on LinkedIn, so I well. I'll use hashtag Viking Vixen on Twitter, but then on LinkedIn, I'm hashtag health IT rockstar, Susan Howe Clark. What what do you do? What's that? What do you do? I didn't understand what Marty was talking about. And you still won't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I work in healthcare interoperability. So I actually, I've only been at this direct trust for for a month. Um, So I moved a meeting with my new boss so that I could be here, by the way. Nice. Um, but we are keeping your information safe. So working on privacy, security, making sure data can be transmitted accurately and safely. So that's, and to make sure it's available uh, everywhere you go, which is, does not exist today. So I actually do well, understand that. My meeting before this was about um, transferring data from ambulance to the hospital. Oh, so much need for that. Let's go offline because I can go on that for quite a while. And that is not what the stock is here for. Because <laughs> there's not enough of it. <laughs> okay. Health, 
Oh, when you get the healthcare nerds together, they can't <laughs> shut them up. Sorry. <laughs> This is this is now our podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a new executive order on artificial intelligence today. There's a new proposed rule on information blocking. This is, this is my jam right now. So I'm That's sorry. Awesome. I'm sorry, everyone online. <laughs> well, I'll do a quick echo of Marty's sentiments. Thank you guys for doing good in the world. We very much appreciate it. Thanks for being uh, supporters of the podcast. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, check out Kostaki.com for the tour information. And uh, jump in there at if you want to do some gaming. Gaming's fun, especially for island games. I love a Monday night or a Thursday night. Throw down 10 bucks or 20 bucks on... Uh, uh, if you go to uh, Underdog Fantasy and you use the code ALLPROLINES, will match up to $100 of your initial deposit. So I've been doing that, and it makes it super fun to root for some weird thing at the end of the I was watching last night. The game was completely determined, you know, like an hour before the end of the game, but I still had weird things I was rooting for. It's great. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. Take it easy, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hope you get all your NFL uh, dreams come true. A little music to fade us out. <laughs> Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company serving collectors since 1945.